Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. But we haven't done this in a while. Mm. Kick it. What is that? Unsolved mysteries of the unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. Oh, what's that noise? Oh, oh my guys. Uh, what is that? It's the Loch Ness Monster. Oh my gosh. Wow. Or maybe it's gas. No, oh. I think it might be the Loch Ness Monster because I read a story over at none other than, get this, TMZ, which apparently stands for the Monster Zone, <laughs> the largest... <laughs> Search. I thought that was pretty good on a moment's notice. Come on now. Did you just make that up? Well, yeah. I mean, wasn't it obvious? <laughs> no. <laughs> it didn't really. Anyway, the uh, TMZ had a story about the largest search yet for none other than Nessie herself, the Loch Ness Monster. What? How 1980s of you. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Dawn, we haven't been on the show together long enough for me to know how you feel about this prehistoric creature from the unknown. How do you feel about Loch Nessie? I don't think Nessie exists. <gasps> what? No. Okay, so you would rather believe that I mean, humans who once walked the earth float mm-hmm. around in gaseous form. Well, there's a lot more evidence that ghosts exist. Well, the people over at Loch Ness say, yeah, they but want wait, you to- there's more. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you don't think there's any, any no. Where do you think the, Loch Ness I mean, the theory is that from? it was like a plesiosaur or a plesiosaurus. Oh, she doesn't believe in it, but she knows. Well, the name. I know. I've watched a lot of documentaries on okay. it, but they've pretty much debunked what it looks like whenever in the lock those waves can, you know. So, what do you like, think it is about uh, that part of the world that has created this lore? What do I think about it? Yeah, I mean, it's got to come from something, right? It's great. I love. Scotland. No, no, no. I'm saying, what do you think? Because it's like, I mean, everybody. Could. I think back in the day before people knew, you know, how to debunk photos or, you know, how to make sense of something, there were a lot more opportunities to think it's a sea monster. Well, but I now thought it we was, know better. I thought we had all decided that the Loch Ness Monster wasn't real. However, the Loch Ness Center in Drumbach, which is somewhere in Scotland, I can't mm-hmm. pronounce is teaming up with a volunteer volunteer research group called the Loch Ness Exploration. And together, they are launching the largest expedition yet Mm -hmm. to track down the mythical creature. And what I love about this is that they're actually 
going to employ all sorts of technology that they've never done before. Right. That's an important thing. But wait, there's more. You can actually be involved. You can sign up and be a part of this expedition. Oh, I just had a chill up and down my back. See, it was Loch Ness Monster. It was the spirit. No, no it, I thought nay, about the, the ghost death of the lock. The ghost of Nessie. The ghost Would you of rather Nessie? believe in the ghost yes. of Nessie? Yes. If I told you <laughs> a the, spirit animal. The Loch, Loch Ness was haunted Nessie by a ghost. Be like, yeah, that's real, but a monster? No. I love how Bradley just absolutely does not believe in ghosts at all. I didn't say that. No, nay. Don't put words in my mouth. No, no. But you do believe that what it is is time travelers, which is so much easier. Because that's, that would, there's an actual scientific explanation there. Anyway, I don't want to tarry on ghosts. So let's just go back to the lockdown. I want to tell you about this really cool thing. Again, I don't, it's not like I'm thinking there's a giant dinosaur floating around in the water, but I do think it's fascinating that in the year 2023, people are still thinking about and trying to find the Loch Ness Monster to the extent that they're going to take thermal drones, Mm -hmm. infrared cameras, Mm -hmm. a hydrophone, which I learned how to play in high school, Mm. among other devices. I didn't. That's a joke. Um, Other devices, which they're going to from August 26th through August 27th, they're going to sort of like fan out across Loch Ness and... They're also inviting fellow monster hunters to join them on their very serious, serious (laughs) expedition. Now, if you're interested, Dawn, um, you can station yourself at one of various land spots Mm. and they will give you instructions on how to use the gear that they have. Like they'll give you an instrument and then they'll tell you how to document any sightings and for an extra fee. Mm hmm. For an extra fee. Oh, that I pay. Yeah, you're paying. Okay. Duh. Uh, tourists can book trips <laughs> during this weekend. Yeah. As well as for a chance to listen to sonar sounds. Wow. Oh. So it's kind of like a Loch Ness hunting trip. Truly. I totally support this. Yeah. Because I believe in Bigfoot, but not the Loch Ness. No, you <laughs> don't. Yes, I How can you believe in Bigfoot, but not the Loch Ness Monster? Tell me what theory you got on this one, honey. (laughs) I just think that people's personal accounts are so... um, But you don't believe the Scottish people? Why? Because they're wearing a kilt? No. (laughs) I am Scottish when it goes back to it. When it goes back to it. Uh, No, I just think there's more... Look at that picture on TMZ. That's something. Yeah. I mean, but still, it can be explained. It's so deep, that lock. How deep is your lock? Okay, is your so lock? you How believe in... How deep okay. is your lock? Mike, do you, have you made any sense of uh, the Loch Ness Monster and or Bigfoot? Uh, I don't believe it's in a... If you told me it was in the ocean, like deep, 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 yeah. I'd be like, sure, I yeah. believe that. I don't believe that there's something in that lake. You don't believe there's anything in that lake? Well, I mean, there's things what in that lake. What if it's a thing? But there's not that thing in that what lake. If, yeah, what if it's I, a giant big eel? I think that the most famous photo is a big eel. Doing a dance or what? Doing a dance? Yeah, because it's they like... Do, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I mean, and it, we don't know how far away that picture was taken. It could be up close. It could be a little sea snake. It could be, you know... Yeah. But you believe there's a big ape man walking around? Absolutely. I've heard mm. people's accounts to me personally. But we've never seen any evidence. And oh, yet... no, there, there, are some ev- there, there are footprints out there. Oh, yeah, but you can make there's footprints There's hair with a samples. Um, there are videos. 
videos of, yeah, like grainy videos. It's just like the alien videos. Nothing is ever clear and not one shred of DNA evidence. This is what's going to happen. An alien ship is going to come down and, and it's, it's going gonna get to, out. N- no, <laughs> it's, you're going to walk out there and go, oh my God, I finally believe. And then a big Bigfoot is going to lift you up and have them suck you up into the ship. Okay, what? <laughs> you're going to be raised up. The Bigfoot's going to come out of the forest and they're going to take Bradley and raise him up like Simba. And you're going to be sucked up to an alien ship. And are then the we'll talk to you. Are, time. are the aliens <laughs> and Bigfoot the same? Well, there are actually, to be honest with you, when it comes to cryptozoology oh, and being alien lore. Honest with me. Listen, okay. there are a lot of alien sightings around Bigfoot sightings. I kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, because people drink in the same moonshine. <laughs> <got them> to <laughs> that their Aunt Ethel just walking. Just to the UP. Who was cherry picking in the woods with uh-huh. some kind of Bigfoot, but maybe she just forgot to shave that day. <gasps> oh my gosh. Well. That's a whole nother story about the circus that we can't get into right now. Yeah, the circus. The circus. You know, the old school circus. How did we get on a circus? We went from. I said that's another story that we can't get into right now because we've run out of time. Oh, look at the time. Not shaving and women not shaving. There can be. I'm just saying, there's something hairy out in the woods. It don't mean it's a prehistoric creature that nobody's ever seen before. If it's nine feet tall and it stinks. If it's nine feet tall and stinks, we would know about it. But we. If you were trying to convince me that it was like. How do you not know that they can't shape shift or? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! What you been drinking, girl? I don't drink, but I know facts. What fact is that? <laughs> that we have to go to break. Put, yes, yes, and yes. in fact, when we come back, <laughs> speaking of people with Big long hair, <laughs> Russell Brand is in the news. Why? Well, apparently, he was on an episode of Bear Grylls. And I don't know what kind of weird survival stuff they got up to, but in the process, Dawn is going to tell us all about his discussion on his marriage to Katy Perry when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView View. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. From one hairy man to another. We're talking about Bigfoot a little bit last uh, last season. Is that Bigfoot? <laughs> last last um, segment. Um, that was a cow. Now we're going to talk about Russell Brand, if you remember who he is. Russell of Brand, I do. A comedian, comedian from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and the other one that I can't remember right now off the top of my head. of Katy Perry. Yes, yes. Uh, By so, that husband. So he was... Married to Katy Perry for a while, as you said, and uh, he was most recently on an episode of Bear Grylls show where they pretend to survive in the woods. Whenever... Was he out, like on a raft or where were they? 
Um, they were in the Scottish islands just over to the oh, east. The by Loch Ness? Yeah, sort of. Hebrides, they make Hebrides. a really good Scottish tablet. Oh, and they um, have the an island with the castle, the island of Mull with uh, McLean's castle on it. Oh, the, the more McLean. you know. McLean. Anyway, back to Bear Grylls. Running Wild with Bear Grylls, the challenge is the show. And he was on there and he started to open up about, um, you know, living with Katy Perry or what the marriage was like and just a bunch of gobbledygook. Here it is. I didn't really start making a proper living. So I was about 30, actually, like uh, the movies that I did in uh, the States all happened at, like in my early 30s. So when were the years when you were married to Katie? You, you had to live through so much of that publicly as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was when I was sort of most in the public eye and working in America. Some aspects of it were like amazing. Like she's a, an a, a amazing person and it was kind of incredible to live for a moment in that eye of the cyclone type mm. aspect of fame. Aside from my like, sort of feelings of affection for uh, Katie, it's a time that I remember as being a little bit chaotic and a bit, for me, uh, speaking for myself, a little disconnected. Life humbles us and teaches us that the journey's not always easy. No, bloody well isn't, mate. So some of the routes you pick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so um, I did not watch the episode, I will admit, but um, I noticed a difference between... The Russell Brand that, which have, when's the last time we talked about Russell Brand? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, exactly. So um, the Russell Brand, if you remember, that he put out to the public, I think might have turned people off a little bit because he was very, very esoteric, spiritual. It was very different from his comedic roles, which I'm not saying that if you're a comic, you have to be like a funny person in real life. But it was so like, oh, very very into meditation, which is totally fine, but it was like another level. They got married in India. It was a very spiritual ceremony. And I remember at the time thinking, wow, this is a real like lifestyle commitment. And I like her with her music. It just didn't seem to fit very well. Well, Well, she also comes from a very sort of like traditional Judeo-Christian background. Her parents are real religious. I think they have a church, don't they? I'm pretty sure they do. Either they're real close to one. Yes, yes. So <clears throat> so then I noticed uh, there were some articles that um, came out. There was an interview that Katy Perry did where she talked about how he, it was in uh, 2011, and he divorced her by sending her a text message. Mm, wow. Yeah, and then didn't speak to her. So she was in this interview. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And in 2013, they divorced in December of 2011. And she said, he's a very smart man, and I was in love with him when I married him. Let's just say I haven't heard from him since he texted me saying he was divorcing me December 31st, 2011. That's deep. So that's a New Year's resolution that you, (laughs) I guess, want to renew your life. But if you put out there, he does a lot of work making sure people know or think that he honors Katy Perry and respects Katy Perry, like she's such a lovely person, and she's a. But you didn't talk to her, and I don't know if you have. You just texted her, "I want a divorce." So yeah. what's so he the real talk story about here? That is what you're saying. He doesn't talk about it, but it's also uh, kind of like, well, you know, Russell Brand, who are you? I think that he might like to appear like he has this public image where he is always searching for the deeper meaning of life. But the facts are, is that you divorce someone through a text message. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would probably not be the best expression of your character. Yeah. And if you cared about her, would you, why would you do that? Anyway, we don't really know what happened, but part of their divorce, he said is that uh, to Howard Stern in 2012 was, I was really into the idea of marriage and having children. Um, he didn't feel comfortable sharing further details about the conversations they had. I don't want anything to hurt her. Well, he went on to have three kids with his wife, Laura Gallagher, and um, she went on to have a baby with Orlando Bloom. So now they both have kids. Yeah, she found another Brit who treated her better, obviously. That's right. Another Brit who treated her better. And this was on uh, an episode of his show? Yeah, an episode of Running Wild with Bear Grylls, The Challenge. Um... I don't know what you think about Bear Grylls, but. Well, what stood out to you? Like, what was the thing for for you that made this article stand out? Because we haven't heard from Russell Brand in a while. So, like, do you feel like this was a chance for him to kind of, you know, recast the past? Or, like, like what was he offering? Or what was it about this that kind of interested you? It interested me because... In all the times where he talks about the marriage, which people bring up, he's careful to respect Katy Perry. But the thing is, is that he broke up with her in a text. That's yeah. what stood so you feel out like he me. didn't address that. There's a little double talk sure. going on there. And yeah. I don't see anybody really pressing him on that issue unless I've missed something, uh, which I'm sure he's done many interviews. And, and um, if it's out there somewhere, it is. But I'd like to hear why he chose to do that and if he regrets it i guess yeah. i don't is know is he still doing comedy and stuff well that's the thing you know there's a whole world of like british entertainers who still work but we're not aware that they're still working or working at all because it's not in the as he said in the clip like when i became famous in america you know he has a whole yeah. career outside of that i don't really know what he's up to other than Pretending to survive with Bear Grylls. I say that because yeah, one well, time... I just feel like you're not on Bear Grylls unless you have something to sell. Because yeah. most, you know, most people who go on, again, it's we don't generally just sit down and have random conversations with celebrities because they're interesting. It's mm-hmm. usually because they have something to sell. So I'd be curious. Maybe that's he's, really good point. Maybe Let's there's see. a project. Um, well, thank you for that update, Don. When we come back, it looks like Netflix paid. 
$3 million for book rights to a story that apparently is vaguely like that of Harry and Meghan's story. Or is it? And why are they involved? Dawn will tell us all about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Olivia Weight Control Centers, they helped me lose weight uh, when I moved to Minnesota, and that's been almost seven years now. And I lost about 30 pounds with them, and I've kept the weight off because of the resources and help that Livia taught me. They are amazing. Uh, I know that maybe you are out there and you've thought about doing this before. Well, if you join right now in this doctor-recommended program and you mentioned me, you're going uh, to get your first three months free and you can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks with Livia so three months free is a great great offer and if you have trouble losing weight if you used to be able to lose weight in the past I can totally relate to that when I was in my 20s it was like I could just think about losing weight and it would happen well if you need a little bit of extra help doing that have a fresh start with Livia your first three months are free when you join this doctor recommended program 855 go Livia or visit Livia.com today the adventures of Harry and Megan and Bradley Adon on my talk 1071. <laughs> They've got enough. They don't need this show, too. Oh, my gosh. That's right. They do have a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix. Let's not forget that. Harry and Megan. And that is why we're here talking about a project that they are uh, doing. It's from a novel, Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. And Netflix just paid uh, upwards of $4 million, an unidentified source alleged, for the rights to the book. Yeah, so what do we know about this? I saw this story yesterday that there's a story out there that they paid the rights for. It's vaguely like their story. I feel like a lot of people are going to look at it and go, oh, is this like a fictionalized version of their love story? Or what do we got? Well, apparently, I think, you know, they read it. It came out in May. Uh, and it had six weeks on the on the bestseller list. Uh, so I guess the book deals with losing a parent in a car crash. So number one, Harry relates to that. Sounds familiar. Tragically. Yes, it's about a woman who had uh, childhood trauma, um, mental health challenges, and then it says postnatal depression, which Megan spoke about. At one point, I think in her interview with Oprah, that mm-hmm. she went through uh, postpartum depression. Very relatable for so, a lot of women. Yeah. So probably um, why it did so well. And it's about, it says, uh, the author herself said that she's so excited to work with Netflix and Archwell to bring Meet Me at the Lake to the screen. And that Will and Fern's love story is dear to my heart. And I can't imagine a more perfect partnership. Uh, so apparently the book affected them and I don't know who approached. They make it sound like that Harry and Megan said, here's something we would like to produce. But really, I'm sure the people at Netflix Flicks were looking at things that they could produce as well. Like what's the most viable thing for us? What would be the best investment? Um, so- My understanding with like, you know, like I'm not in the business, obviously, but I whenever I see famous people attached as producers, I assume the reason they're attached is probably because of the visibility of their celebrity mm-hmm. that will help drive and push a, a project. Totally. So when people hear Harry and Meghan are producing this, they don't really make the distinction about how they're actually connected or involved other than 
oh, Harry and Meghan project. Let's watch. Right? Because the assumption would be. That- he's being very emotional. <laughs> it's my oatmeal. The assumption would be that they feel passionate about this. And therefore, if we like them, we will like the things that they're passionate about. Right. And I wonder how much creative control they will have. Because this is, you know, for the first time, a fiction story that they would be producing. They did their, through Netflix, we had Harry and Meghan, the documentary. documentary. That's what the tabloids would say. That is fiction. That was their fictional tale. (laughs) Um, I really liked Harry and Meghan. Of course you did, because you were drinking the Kool-Aid. It came out right after Spare, so it was perfect timing. Uh, So this is the first thing after that that they've, actually and i remember so all of this went down where they acquired the rights to this book in june and you might not remember this but well the timing is good because whenever they lost their spotify deal that was in may yeah and netflix came out and because people were like netflix is going to drop them too they're going to drop them and i remember they very confidently came out of the gate saying don't worry we're not canning them and we like, have a lot coming. I imagine part of that too was like uh, stem the bleeding. Like let's not you want it, you don't want people to run away from projects they might be working on. So I'm sure Netflix is like, hey, we paid for this. We need to right shore this up. So and they knew it was happening because then shortly after they sealed the deal to get the rights to this book. So they're like, oh, we have something in the works for them. Also, like you mentioned, it really is. However. You look at it, they want Harry and Meghan's name attached to the film. And if they don't have a good reputation and if they're seen as unreliable people, then it doesn't work well for them. Yeah, no, I get it. They're paying, you know, they invested in this couple. They would like to see them succeed. And I'm sure their fans would love them to succeed as well. And it sounds by all accounts that this book certainly succeeded. And the story is one right for, you know, uh, some on-screen treatment. What's interesting, though, to me is like, uh, will they continue this production effort? Like we're just going to be pro- high, na- you know, high profile producers on big name projects to help Netflix, you know, goose its. Maybe so. I mean, I think they would pretty much do anything to stay working. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. need to work, so they need to keep this deal with Netflix. The other thing that's coming up, which is a documentary, is that there's word that Harry's working on a, a documentary about Africa, which if you read Spare or if you know anything about Prince Harry, he has a deep affection for Africa and they honeymooned there and that's there. And Megan did as well in, in relief effort, efforts and animal activism and and all the things that they do in Africa. So that documentary, how long it's, it could be, you know, several seasons, you just don't know. And that's with Netflix? That's with Netflix. That's all a part of their $100 million deal. That's such a big amount. Like, even if you said $50 million deal, I'd be like, wow, you landed a big thing. But it has been, you know, you had, that was like in 2020, and then the pandemic happened, or, you know, we went through that. Um so that I'm sure slowed everything down. Well, the deal would have been after that. After oh, right, right, right. Yeah, because yeah. they didn't actually get to the United States until the pandemic. That's right. Yes. So I don't know. What do you think? You think they're gonna? Do I don't a good know. I'm curious to see. I just I feel like it makes sense, right? Like it gets their name out there. It helps this book along. I'm sure the author and the people who 
are behind this production are very excited to have their names attached because it will bring a level of visibility that it would not have otherwise, whether that translates into, you know, success for them going forward. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. I also, you know, it just seems like a very Hollywood thing. Like we're producers now, yeah. but it's a good way for them to cash in on their, you know, the value of their name. There is a podcast out there. Um, apparently, um, where you can listen to Carly Fortune herself talk about Meet Me at the Lake. Uh, there are a couple of them that are listening. Did Lori and Ju- I wonder if Lori and Julia put that in their book club, like if that's on their radar at all. I bet it is. And if it isn't, it will be now. Um, there's a podcast called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Hmm. And Carly Fortune was for, was that's featured cute. on that. Yeah. Meet Me at the Lake. Not something that sounds like... I. I it doesn't... For me, I wouldn't really be interested in reading it unless it was like, wow, this is so great. I kind of like thrillers more than anything when it comes to reading books or or I don't know. I just if it involves romance, I'm usually not into Dawn's it. Dawn's not here for it. Sorry, <laughs> Harry and Megan. You might want to call her the next time you're looking for some advice. You got any books for them? What do you want them to publish? Dawn? Uh, what They could read. Um, let's see. They could read The Truth Behind Bigfoot. Um... <laughs> what if you had a romance novel set in? Loch Ness between Bigfoot and an alien uh, at visitor. Loch Ness. Yeah, probably. You can I mean, write some fan fiction. Probably sure. make some money doing fan that. Fan fiction has to be based on fact. Well, Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. You think it's fact? <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I do. He really is. I think that on a personal level, Bradley is offended by that. I believe in Bigfoot. Offended? Oh my God! Why would I be offended? <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. It's Bigfoot. Yeah, I like to, you know, speculate and dream that, well, we know that our oceans are full of creatures that, you know, we discover new ones all the time. Yeah. So what about the deep woods? They've been I just seen think all if over it was, the world. If the, my uh, thing is, and I don't have, you know, a horse in this Bigfoot race. Yeah. But I would think if there was a nine foot creature running around, somebody would have seen it by now. Okay. Well, people have. What do you yeah. mean? Like a filmmaker who's actually filming I don't know, at somebody the time? with actual proof. Okay. How much, I mean, there are shows where they have a lot of things that people just ignore anymore because it's Bigfoot and so no one pays attention. If Bigfoot is listening, <laughs> I want you to know that Mike is ready and willing to take your call. 651-641-1071. You know, we should do that someday. I bet Bigfoot would call in, don't you think? I think so. Yeah. And then you'd have your proof, Dawn. That's right. I don't think he can work his cell phone. Or yeah. she. Why are you trying to act there, like he's dumb all of a sudden? Have, people have like pictures of Bigfoot women, you know, with <laughs> boobies and stuff. Well, B. Arthur talked about her big feet in what? her autobiography. Oh, she did? What's it called? Well, you said Bigfoot women. I just meant women with big feet. <laughs> My mom had big feet, too. Did she? She still does. She's still with us. <laughs> How big is big? Know. Okay. I thought my feet were eight my, and a half, and my I realized women's they feet were nine are huge. I'm 14, sure. 15, girl. That's so hard to find heels. It is. How do you Tell do me it? about it. Spe- not anymore, though. It's mm. not hard anymore. Yeah. Yes. You can go online and buy all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's <laughs> so about all I have to say. We Good. turned into talking about Bigfoot. How did you get us from Harry and Meghan to Bigfoot again? I think you actually. Um, you did, because you said, I, I said, I don't Mike. like. Did I say anything about Bigfoot? Uh, he said about romance, and then somehow went from romance. Okay, I did. Oh my God, you did. And right when he was going to reveal that you're the one that brought it up, you're playing this loud-ass music. 
Yeah, I want to believe. You want to believe it's out there, right, Tom? Yeah, maybe you'll be kidnapped by a colony of big feet, and then that'd you'll... be kind of. Uh, I'm going to stop right now before I get myself in trouble <laughs> because we have to okay. go. Why? Because Dawn, Mike doesn't have a big foot. Although I'm sure you have some hefty feet over there, Mike. Right? Size thirteen. Yeah, yeah, he's a big, tall man, so he's probably he's got big, big feet. Big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> You're both big boys. <laughs> big boys. Uh, sorry, Mike. Yeah, I meant to say. I got you. You've got a big wheel, wow! and that big, big wheel is for spinning. He's going to spin that big wheel. It's Game Show Roulette when we come back right here on My Talk 107. Talk website or app. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Head to dakotadental.com today. Why? Well, because everybody should be taking care of their dental health. And the easiest way to do that is get on the calendar. Get those routine checkups and cleanings on the calendar so that you've got regular uh, attention to your dental health. And that's gonna lead to better health outcomes. I have loved my experience at Dakota Dental. They're located super convenient to the Metro, right down in Apple Valley. (laughs) A hop, skip, and a jump from the Metro. They have plenty of appointments available at times that work best for your schedule. All I do really is give them a call, say, hey, I'd like to schedule my appointment for this day and time. It's on the calendar. They'll send me a reminder. And then before you know it, I'm sitting in that chair getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. Now, you know, you can also go on a dental journey with Dakota Dental. So if you've got questions about dental implants, cosmetic dentistry, you name it, call dakotadental.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. My talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. Uh, It is time on the adventures of Bradley and Don for Mike to spin his game show wheel. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yep, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. it lands, that's the game show we are going to play to wrap up the show today. It's spinning. It's getting slower. It's getting even slower. Now it's going to stop. And here's the game we're going to play. It's Talk About. Talk About. Oh, oh, wow. That ended abruptly. There we go. Back to that. (laughs) Uh, That's our favorite Canadian uh, game show, Talk About. Where I give uh, you two subjects and you just spend some 20 seconds to talk about them. Okay. Very simple. (laughs) We try to mention as many things in the topic as possible. Exactly. So we've got four different items to get to in the first round. You'll each have an opportunity at said items. Uh, Whoever goes first will get 20 seconds. The person who is responding will get 10 seconds. And then in the uh, second round, you'll each have your own. uh, You can choose either A or B. I changed it to, you know. Right, some of the wrongs that happened last time we oh, played. What you. kind of wrongs? It was a, a, a long story short. Brad, Bradley's a terrible it. cheater. Long story short. Oh, cheater! How was I cheating? You were taking notes about the you next subject. You never told me I no, couldn't you, take no, notes. No, you were doing it right. I it in was my advance. Fault. You were doing things in advance. It was your because own. the next topic was revealed. It was to my you, fault. And so it shouldn't you have were... been revealed. Oh, to you. oh, oh, yes, oh, yes. that was my it, bad. That was a, my yeah. thing. It was what a you. horrible thing for you to do. You were being competitive, which is what I appreciate because <laughs> yeah. I love when you two are competitive when we play these games. It's hard when you play a game to want to win. Exactly. Some people hold that against you, and I've never understood that in my life. No. Uh, I'm going for the jugular. There we go. I'm going to flip a coin. What do you two need to call it? Tails. You're going to call tails. It is still flipping and still flipping. It's tails. Oh! So in this first round, you get to choose, Bradley Trainer. You can either choose between Meryl Streep oh God. or Fish. 
Oh, geez. I think that's obvious. I'm going to go with fish. You're going to go with fish. I don't know much about Merrill. <laughs> All right. So you have 20 seconds. When you hear when you start talking about fish, I'll start the timer. 20 seconds. Tell me all you know about fish. Fish swim in the water. They have gills. They don't breathe air. They drink water. They taste good. They have lots of uh, vitamin uh, fish. What do they call them? Fish vitamins. They got fins. They are blue gills and <laughs> perch. And I like walleye. Fish sticks. And um, fish breathe You water. should have taken Meryl Streep. Um, hey! We're going to go back over to you, Don. <laughs> Omega-3 fatty acids. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> You've got 10 seconds to talk about fish. They live in the sea. They live freshwater. They are saltwater. Um, they um, they love other animals in the water. <laughs> wow. Okay, who did worse? Um, technically, the person with 20 seconds got a couple more, but let's run through these answers. You're supposed to talk about fish and, uh, you, you said gills. Yeah. Bradley. Yeah. And you said water. Yeah. That's it. What? What else did the fish well, have? You kind of repeated gills and water multiple know, times in many different forms. It's true, though. They um, come in many and, different And Dawn, forms. you you didn't say anything new, unfortunately. Oh, that's but fine. It was all right. They didn't have live in the water? Well, like they salt had water. water, fresh water. Water was on there. You oh, missed just water. Hooks? You missed scales. Oh, oh yeah. Fins? You missed lake, ocean, bubbles, monsters, net, hook, Monster. boat, rod. All oh, could have been named. Rod. Like Stuart? Exactly. Just like Stuart. Okay. All right. We're so, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're good. It is a 2-0 lead for Bradley, but Don, you still get to go first when okay. we move on to our next topic here as we play Talk a Boot. It is 20 seconds uh, to talk about Meryl Streep. Are you ready, Don? Sure. Then start talking about her. Meryl Streep is an Oscar winner, uh, Academy Award winner. She has starred in many movies. She's an actress. Um, she is a redhead. Um, Sophie's Choice, uh, Silkwood. Um, uh, the deer hunter, she in that, yes. Um, she uh, has a child who's an actress, uh, she has time's a family. Up, time's up, time's up, Bradley. Switching gears to you, you've got 10 seconds. Talk about Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, uh, is from Hollywood. Mamie Gummer, isn't that her daughter? Mamie Gummer, and she was in a lot of my favorite movies. She did, um, Time's up. some other stuff too. Time is up. <laughs> All right. It's hard. It is hard. Especially if you're not writing like stuff down. Easy game. Well, you can write it now. Oh, I, I thought changed. we couldn't do that. No, no, no. It was the rules that I changed for the second round that's going to change that up. Don't worry about it. You can write oh. anything you want right. if you want. All right. All right. So, uh, Meryl so I Street. could have written things down about Meryl Street. Yeah. You could have. Yeah. Okay. So here you go. You've got, uh, you said Oscar winner, uh, Don. That's one. Uh-huh. Oscars was on the list. Sophie's and Choice were both on the list. Nicely okay. done. As was Actress. Okay. Mm. So so four points there for Don. Congrats. Bradley, you did not get anything off of that womp was remaining womp. on the list. Um, what else was there? Kramer. Oh, Kramer versus Kramer. Uh, Globes. I'm assuming that Golden has to do Globes? with Golden Globes. But Globes so. by itself. He's got nice Globes. Uh, Prada. <laughs> oh, oh, the devil, devil wears. Prada. Mia. Mamma Mia. Oh. Uh, greatest. And complicated. Was that another movie complicated? Sure. Okay. No, I think maybe she's just a complicated person. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure it either. Maybe. But there you go. Great. Uh, so with that, Don, you have a 4-2 to two lead heading into our... Now, this isn't when you guys play all by yourselves here in this second round. Try to accumulate as many as you can. Bradley, just to uh, avoid a loss here, you need to get at least three. Fine. 
Fine, I could do this. And how we're going to change this up is you're not going to get to choose between the two. You're just going to say A or B. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what I you're doing. Then the other person will not get to spend 25 seconds or 30 seconds thinking about what they're going to say. So would you like A or would you like B? I would like B, Bob, because right. my name is Bradley. You've got B, Bradley, and you are going to spend 20 seconds talking about trains. Trains. Oh, right. I love it. You ready to go? Yeah. Go. Steam trains, engines, tracks, cargo, transport, shipping, um, railroad, ties, uh, conductor, all aboard, tickets, stations, railways, uh, horns. Oh my gosh, that was great. You just named a whole bunch of stuff I don't know what I would say after that. Uh, Well, he did get uh, five, right? So you got five out of ten there. You said tracks, railway, ticket, conductor, and steam. Yes. Some of the options that were not said included depot, caboose, Mm. Amtrak, cars, and passengers. I can't remember you can do like... Proper names. Proper names, yes. You definitely can do proper names. So, Bradley, with that, you got five points there. You're up to seven, Dawn. That means you need three points to tie. Oh. You need four points to win. Mm. Bigfoot. we... It's your topic. ...are going to hear you talk all about Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. Oh, my God. That is your option. Ozzy Osbourne. Did you tour with him? (laughs) I was on that... Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when you are ready, Don, you go ahead and start talking about Ozzy. Black Sabbath, um, Sharon, his wife. Uh, he has children. Uh, Kelly Osborne is one of them. Jack Osborne. Um, he was a rock star. He um, ate a bat once. Um, uh, he, uh, Tony Iommi, was a part of his band. Um, he Time's is a metalhead. Time is metal, heavy up. metal. You can't keep talking. Yeah, I think you got metalhead in there. Just so oh, no, they, she didn't. There I was did. a beep. No, th- she then said heavy metal, heavy metal, heavy metal after the beep. But I think she. Might, I don't know. It was close. Uh, let's see if it would matter. Uh, Don, you need at <laughs> least three to Play tie, four to win. Are you ready? Yep. You said black, and you said Sabbath. There's two points right there. Mm-hmm. You said Sharon. Uh-oh. It's tied. Oh. You also said Kelly and Jack. They're both oh! on the board. As was Bat. Yeah. So you win. Dawn! Congratulations, Don. Oh my Dawn. gosh. Even if uh, you wouldn't have gotten, uh, metal was on there, but I, it was close. Uh, crazy singer oh, crazy and trick. English were all oh. on there as well. Oh, yeah, he is. He That's, does speak English. Is that, yeah. <laughs> That's what you could have all said. So there. Congratulations, Don. Where are you going to spend all of your winnings? Going to Bigfoot Country. Oh, where's that? All over the place, all over the world. Do they live in any uh, part of the world? Yeah, they have. There's like snow ones in the Himalayas. They have. um, They have all kinds of different. There's skunk apes. They got beautiful hair. You got what? They got beautiful hair. Oh, beautiful hair. Beautiful Mm -hmm. hair. Uh, yeah, they're all over the place. Uh, Mike, thank you for that wonderful game. <laughs> As welcome. always, uh, do the Canadians, they got big feet? Yeah, they do. All right. Lots of them. Uh, we'll have more on your latest mythical creatures tomorrow <laughs> from noon to three on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Up next, though, our own mythical creatures, Lori and Julia. Oh, they're angels. They've got tiny little petite feet. <laughs> um, and they'll be with us for the rest of the afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow right here on my talk. 107. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. I know you've been taking road trips all summer, enjoying yourself, getting out with the family, or maybe just getting stuff 
done taking your car from point A to point B. Sometimes we take our cars for granted. Usually we don't realize we're taking them for granted until they're not there or they're on the side of the road with a flat tire or even worse. Here's the deal. I want you to take care of your vehicle just like you do all the other important parts of your life with somebody you can trust who's qualified and has the experience to keep your vehicle safe and on the road all year long. I bring my car to Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works, blvdautoworks.com. They've been there for over four decades for a reason, because not only do they know what they're doing, they love what they're doing. That's been my experience, and it will be yours too. All you got to do is pick up the phone or head to the website, blvdautoworks.com. Give them a call today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.